You're listening to the Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Brought to you by Real Geese Decoys, the most technological advanced silhouette decoys on the market. And Vortex Canada, the force of optics. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Union 0430. This is episode 85. Um, I love saying the numbers because it makes me feel good. Um, episode 85, another light crew again tonight. Philly is uh, Philly is working. He's got a new job and it's really important. Um, so he's not with us tonight. So it's just us three tonight um, and uh, no guests tonight. We took a, took a break from the guests. Um, and now uh, we're just going to get through a, a whole lot of uh, a hockey sock full of stuff that we wanted to talk to talk about tonight, uh, as opposed to having a guest on. So, um, as usual, Mark's coming to us just outside the nation's capital in Ashton, Ontario. Dave is up in King Carden. You're welcome, Jeff Coates. And I am just outside of Kingston, Ontario. Um, so here we here we are, fellas. So I wanted to start off, Dave, uh, the very first thing, because we are about, what, two weeks away from the Sportsman Show down in Toronto. So on the 19th, um, thanks again to the generosity of the Canadian Sportswoman Society for inviting us down and offering us up a, a little bit of real estate to set up. Um, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Mark is coming down. Phil's coming down with us. Um, we're going to rub elbows and mingle with the, uh, with the really important people of the Toronto Sportsman Show. And, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. I re- I really really am. I've never been to it, so uh, so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Lots of giveaways. Lots of I'm giveaways. Saying. Lots of give. Sorry, not just for anybody. Lots of giveaways for our subscribers. That's right. So I'm just saying. Hopefully, you're a subscriber. Yeah, and and dare I even say, if you are a subscriber. Or if you're listening to this and you're not a subscriber and you're planning on coming to the show, it behooves you to become a subscriber and then come up to the booth and show us that you're a subscriber. And we and you may walk away with something, but we're not yeah. telling you what it is. You know. I was about to do the whole like <laughs> you know, but no. that that would be giving it away, right? That's well, too obvious. Yeah, that's so, too obvious. Away later. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, we've our, our good friends, we've got our good friends from Real Geese that's sending some stuff to us. Uh our good friends at Vortex Canada sent some stuff to us. So um, you know, you you're gonna be happy if you if you walk away with anything from us on uh, on the sportsman show. So uh, we really, really want to see you guys and girls come and bring the kids and come by. Uh, we'll have a time. We'll have a laugh. Um, I think Phil's Phil's got some eight by ten uh, headshots. He's going to autograph and pass out to people. Um, it's, so it's just it's a pinup of him sitting on his police bike. <laughs> did, it, did anybody bring up share screen with? Uh... Mr. Taylor's image for the YouTube viewers. Uh, yeah, you did last week, didn't you? Did you do it? 
Phil Mustov or I did it. Somebody did it last week. Yeah, we brought it up to only Phil's. I'm pretty sure we did. That's good, as long as someone put it up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it, it went up um, when we had Craig on because we were talking about it. Uh, so that was a great episode last week. Got a lot of feedback on that. A lot of people are were wondering the same things. Uh, all the stuff that Craig was wondering about going out west and stuff like that. So um, good episode. It was great to have Craig on. And then of course, after the show was over, there was a after party. So I was on with those guys until probably eleven o'clock, eleven thirty. Um, a little bit of a burner, eh, just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, guys, I so want to get one more. Th- oh, no, no, yeah, no, one more go. thing about the sportsman show. Uh, yeah. we're gonna be so it's no secret, we're gonna try and get into more filming and stuff. So, we're gonna use the sportsman show as like a, a test on getting film and b roll and all that stuff. So, if you're listening to this and you stop by, just say, Hey, I heard you're looking for people to give a review of the show. Um, just let me know. I'll have the cameras there and we'll, uh, we'll do something fun with it. Just yeah. learn some videography, learn how to edit video properly. So I think we've reached the capacity of what you can do with a, with a podcast video, but yeah, I've been, I've been playing around with like my old Turkey hunting videos. And, and I think this, this will be like the first one to get us ready for the second video at the end of the month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. good point, Dave, like, listen, everybody we want um one of the biggest things that dave and i have talked about a ton is we want to try and i get i don't know if promote is the right word but we want to use as many as our fans promote as many as the supporters and subscribers and the people our friends um we want you to be just as involved in this as what we are so um if you're coming by the toronto sportsman show listen we are gonna ask you to 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 appear on camera because um we we want to share this with you and we we want you guys to grow with us you guys and girls we want you to grow with us and we want you to be a part of it so um yeah so at the sportsman show there's going to be cameras and and everything god knows phil will probably be bringing his his camera gear um and between Phil's camera gear, all the GoPros and, and cell phones and stuff like that, we should be able to come up with a nice bit of nice bit of content. And hopefully this is this is the first of many years of us hanging out at the Toronto Sportsman Show. Speaking of GoPros, the newest thing I got for my for my GoPro 7, they make a, a battery case for it that's uh, rated for 30 meters of water depth. And the battery will actually last nine hours so you could it's it makes it pretty big but you can actually like i'm thinking i could probably put it on like a a a duck floater or a goose floater and have it sit there and i couldn't find one for the gopro 10 for for the new gopros but yeah these batteries in the cold don't last very long so there's another version of that battery for anyone looking to film your own hunt um there's a new version of that battery i can't remember the name of it um good lord anyway there's a new version of that battery it's hard to get in canada right now just i they're not if you go to the website and you know, you order this new battery instead of having the blue on it's got the white that's how you can tell the difference but you go to order it and it won't they won't ship just the battery across the border i keep getting an error message so just be aware that there's a new battery out there for gopros for our american listeners and so 
yeah you got to find it in store over here though yeah sanctions they've got they've got gopro sanctions put against canada yeah everybody's get everybody's everybody gets a sanction let's sanction yep. everybody um, good old canuckistan good old canuckistan yeah it's, it's called the gopro enduro battery enduro it's it's a longer lasting battery and it's better for the cold i think it's aimed at like snowboarders and right. people that actually like to be on a mountain with a bunch of powder and white snow and yeah i think it's aimed at those guys to each their own yeah whatever you know all some right guys like to cut down trees some guys like to <laughs> crash some... into them on a snowboard <laughs> weather don't matter for that <laughs> boys um i really want to jump into this um and i'm sure i'm sure i'll probably get um i'm sure i'll probably get a, a little bit of some messages or maybe maybe some unsubscribes or something like this but i really you know what get... sometime i would like to see you get like just someone come up and just give you a big hug like oh thank you for mentioning me and give you a big hug damien that would just be nice yeah i like hugs i could imagine yeah, yeah I, I do i like hugs. you got that go ahead no. I, do i have that cuddly look you have about... that look of like you know something at the build-a-bear workshop <laughs> <laughs> Did you just call me fat no no okay no. cuddly you can put, cuddly. build a bear you can put as much stuffing in as you want right bud? <laughs> nice okay round is a shape round i like that i liked your comment on that the other day i'm not in shape well unless you count round as a shape um so listen now um we've talked about this a number of times on this show um and again, it, 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 it popped up um, this week and, and it, it revolves around this, this pro staff, um, I don't know, the ambassador, whatever goddamn name you put on it these days, it doesn't really matter. But, and, and I'm not a fucking pro staff for anybody or anything, so I don't really, I don't understand what the, or I shouldn't say I don't understand, I've never had to sign a contract or anything like that on what I'm allowed to do and what I'm not allowed to do um, and that stuff. But from what I can gather, it's fairly straightforward. You know, you sign a contract, it's written out there, do this, don't do that, act like this, don't act like that. It, it's fairly simple, or, or at least I, I'm led to believe that. So if you don't follow the contract and then you're let go do you have a right to then turn on the company who you know you've supported for however long um you broke the rules they let you go but now you're now you're upset and, and I, I don't under, like, I guess what I'm getting at, at what point is it, is there loyalty between the company who has you as an ambassador or pro staff, whatever it is, where, where does that loyalty cut off? Like where, where is the breaking point to where if, if you're let go that you're, 
that you're okay with it, I guess is what I'm getting at. Does that make sense? What I'm asking? So usually those contracts will be like yearly, right? And they'll update them yearly. Yeah. So, so yeah, so Ray, you, you, do, you do a, you do a ton of this stuff. So yeah. So like um, every year they'll send you a, a contract and, and things change year to year, right? Like um, with inflation, with their ability to get materials, right? Like maybe take, I'm just going to use Craig Mintz as an example, just because yeah. it's, everyone knows their goose decoys, right? Yeah. Maybe Craig can't get a certain brand, a certain part for a certain decoy. So he would like that for other customers to get as well. He might, the contract might say like, you get this discount on these certain items, but you promote me only, right? Yeah. If at any time during that one year, you don't abide by what's on there, they have every right to say, okay, you no longer represent us. There's, I guarantee you right now, Craig's Facebook, if it didn't get hacked by someone else, Craig's Facebook probably has 10 messages a day or more. Hey, how do I get a pro staff? I really want to represent your brand. Like there is a ton of people looking for that. So now you've got to bring something to the table, hold yourself accountable to that and you know, represent that brand to the best possible. Don't represent the opposite brand. Yeah. Um, and they take something into consideration, like say Craig's opposition would posted something like a benefit for something and you reposted that, that would be something that they might not, they'd be fine with. But right. if they come out with a new product and you're like, hey, look at this that I got, Craig's going to look at that. And if yeah. they're a small company, but they see everything they keep track of their certain people. Right. So yeah, it's, that's just to give a little bit of context to it. Right. So I think that especially this, this day and age, um, the whole pro staff and um, the whole industry of that, we've had lots of talks about this, you and I, Damien, and we've talked to other people about like, Hey, you know, we're getting called asking about pro staffs for our brand. Yeah, I think it's on the way out. I think so. It, it's not like, like you think, what is it? 2008 is when the iPhone came out, right? So before 2008, when people could just take a picture on their phone and post it on the internet, the only way to get your brand information out there was to have ambassadors, have pro staff, whatever, you know, speaking about your brand and showing it off. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, like if I'm out in the field and I take a picture with my lifetime decoys and someone see, Hey, what do you, what do you like about them? And, and, or whatever I like, I'm representing, I'm just saying like, Hey, I like this brand of decoy Mm -hmm. for my floaters. Um, I like my real geek, whatever. Yeah. It without talking to Craig or talking to whoever it's now out there on the internet every single day, there's a new post, right? So it's Mm -hmm. not the same as it used to be. So I, I kind of see it dying off as a, I think what's going to happen more now is instead of having like a whole bunch of people representing territories, like you'll have a few pro staff in Ontario, a few in Quebec. I think you're just going to see like the major players, like Steven Ranella and guys like that. I think that's kind of the way things are going to end up going because you don't need 500 pro staff anymore. That's, that's what I see. I don't know. What do you guys think? We've uh, the, the waterfowl community is pretty small. I mean, Yes, there's a lot of people doing it, but you, you, everybody knows the major players. Everybody knows in your even in your local area, like in our area in general, 
yeah. there's probably a lot of waterfowls we don't know, but we do know quite a large crowd that covers yeah. covers the area, right? And we know a lot of people who ha who've had pro staff with different companies. They've been pro staff for these different companies, mm -hmm. uh, and a, a lot of different companies too. And generally, when the company changes its mind and decides not to go the pro staff route or for whatever reason, they don't want to have someone's pro staff anymore. Usually you don't hear about us. That's right. Usually someone just moves on, yep. right? Person yep. moves on to another company. They're not, they're not doing anything to discredit the company they were with. Mm -hmm. and, and the company's not doing anything to say, hey, we don't like you or whatever. They're not, that stuff doesn't happen because yeah. it's a small world, right? It doesn't benefit the company or the person to, to do anything to discredit the other, right? It, it just doesn't. When, when people see it, if it happens and someone goes public, and I seen it a few years ago where someone went absolutely batshit. Yeah. They got <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I remember that. And who, who in their right mind would ever get that person yeah. to be a pro staff brand ambassador again mm -hmm. after seeing how they reacted to being let go yeah why would a company take that risk i'm not going to go and get someone to be my pro staff after i see that <laughs> i wasn't born um, yesterday <laughs> and 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 it's not always the company that lets somebody go right like sometimes it's the actual pro staff that'll actually look at the company and say uh, you know i i'm not I'm not digging the way forward or, or your new outlook or your new mission statement or, or whatever it is. Right. And, and, but again, like Mark said, like, you know, you go your separate ways and the person probably picks up a new pro staff gig with, with another company and, and company a will reach out and find somebody else to, to cover up that area. Right. So um, I, I get that. And, and I, and I understand all of that, but let me ask I, you, yeah, let go me for ask it. your question the opposite way. Like we're, we're talking about like where the loyalties lie and, and can the, like, we've talked about a person going crazy because they, they lost it. Would the companies posting why they let someone go be appropriate? Uh, no, I'm, not I'm just throwing, yeah. It's not at all, right? I'm no. just throwing it out there, right? Not at all. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's... Yeah, no, absolutely. Because if a company was to do that, well, then that company is blacklisted, right? Like, th that, that's, a, that's a stain on that company. If they, if they aired out, uh, like Mark says all the time, if, if they aired out their dirty laundry on, on social media or whatever, that, that's a stain on that company, right? Would, would you agree? Yep. So, so if, if I'm, so let's say, let me, so, so we use real geese, real geese sponsors the show, right? Um, and we never signed a contract, but between uh, Dave, Craig Mintz and myself, we, we came up with what expectations were and, and stuff like that. So if it ever comes to the day that Craig Mintz says, you know what, fellas, um, it's been a great run. 
I appreciate everything he has done, um, but we're going to move on. Um, we still love the Union 0430, but we're going to go a different way and put our promotion dollars somewhere else. Now, as a person, if I jump on social media and start slagging Craig Mintz and Real Geese, just like what Mark said, do you think any other company is going to approach me and say, hey, we want to have, we want to be part of Union 0430? Not a fucking chance. They'll be like, well, I tell you what'll end up happening is people will go, remember those, those Punisher Waterfeller guys? Remember what we thought about them first when they come out? They were just going to be just a bunch of dudes that's looking to get a bunch of free stuff. That's exactly what they are. And that's exactly the look that you get. And that's the name that you get painted on you. It's because you, you, you're looking ungrateful. Like, to what end does the company have? At which point are you going to be happy with the company? Like, what does the company have to do that you are 100% happy? Because the days of getting free stuff, that's over. Nobody gives away free stuff anymore. Nobody, because everything is so expensive. Expensive to make, expensive to ship. Um, so nobody's, so the best you're going to get is, you know, your, your 30, 40% off, uh, off, uh, off the product. What, like, what more can you ask for, really, than, than a discount? Because like I said, nobody's giving away free shit anymore because it's just too expensive. And just like, like when I make a post, so when Damian Pittman makes a post, I promote um, Mo Marsh, I promote First Light, I promote, um, well, Vortex, uh, Real Geese. Punisher. Punisher, yeah. Um, Excel Boats, Mud Buddy Motors. I'm not, I get nothing from other than real geese and, and vortex. They, they have a part in the show here, but I get nothing from nobody else. And that plays into your comment, Dave, where do they, do companies really need pro staff anymore when everybody is snapping pictures and snapping pictures of their product and they're tagging them and, and it's being shown, it's being used. And, it, and more often than not, it's not a staged picture. It, it is as genuine as, as they can get, right? It, because they're using their product and they're not a pro staff. So there's no expectations and they're just snapping pictures and they're posting them. I, I would think that a company is happier with that um, than, any, than, any, uh, than anything else. And unless you're like a competition guy where you're gonna be on stage and have a big audience. Yeah, absolutely. Or like, look at the fishing industry. Like, you know, if it, whatever boat, I don't know anything about mm. fishing boats, but whatever boat brand wants the guy that's winning the fishing tournaments yeah. and there's, you're going to have your top 10 or whatever. Those top 10 are going to have companies approaching them. Right. That's right. And that's, it's a totally different scenario where we're just guys that go out into a field and shoot some birds in the face. And that's about it. Yeah. At, really at, at the end of the day. And we're not even remotely, even even scratching at the top 
like who the big names are. Like you look at guys like Sean Stahl and, and, you know, dudes like that. And, you know, Mr. Stevens down with R&T and, and, and all of those guys, right? Like those, those are the big heavy hitters. Yeah. So we're not those guys. So, so I'm going to open this up to you then. All right. Yeah. Because it, it is still a part of the industry right now. If mm-hmm. someone approached you looking for a pro staff, what would you look for? And what, what kind of things do you think would help? Like for the new guys coming up, like what, what do you think they should be doing or, or saying or looking well, at, you know, it's, it's a hard question to ask me because Punisher Waterfowl doesn't, we don't have a need for a pro staff because no because we don't, we don't actually, I don't know, like we don't actually fucking have anything, right? Like we have some merchandise, but we don't have a product. Like we don't have a decoy. We don't, uh, you know, one time we had gear, but, but we've shifted from that, right? Mark, you're, you, you look like you got something you want to say. Yeah. Uh, just along the same guidelines, how, uh, you know, for what if someone wanted to go that route dave uh to to get into that you got to put in the legwork you gotta you gotta perfect your craft you gotta work on all you gotta put a lot of work into it to to uh, and i'm not saying to be good enough to be a pro staff but you know what do you like you said what are you going to bring to the table what's someone bring to the table for a company to pro staff for them are you are you out all fall with your buddies and you're, you're, you're working on your con, you're working on your, your hide and your scouting and all those things. And you're, you got your enough of a social because social media presence matters. So you do it, you do it properly. You're not the guy with the, with the, the duck with the head blown off. You're, you, you got other stuff going on. You're, you know, you're, you're putting a positive view that would be beneficial to a company, right? So you, you work on all the things and, and then, in getting in doing all that, you get to know people, right? You get to know people, you get to know owners of companies. We like along the way, we've met a pile of people, right? Big time, big time, all over the place. I mean, I'm sure, Dave, that's how you've gotten involved with people that you processed with. It's through experience. So build your experience is what it is. Yeah. You're not going to be a pro staff the first year you start shooting ducks. No. Unless you are the son or close buddy <laughs> of these companies. Yeah. Right. And, and, uh, and knowing the product, <laughs> don't, don't go to a goose call maker and, and ask the pro staff for him and ask for a duck call when he doesn't make duck calls. Um, yeah. Don't, don't call Browning and say, my favorite gun is the Browning SBE three, you know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, yeah, no, 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 I get it. I get, I totally get it. But it's kind totally, of bringing everything, like when we talk about surrounding yourself with good people and, and all the things we've been talking about, like the, the pictures that we post, like if someone approached Punisher and we finally came out with the products that we've been trying to come out with mm-hmm. um, and they said, hey, we want a pro staff. Damien and I are going to look at them. We're going to look at mm-hmm. how many followers you have. Yeah. There's programs that you can see, like how many of those are actual followers and how many of them are robots. I run it all the time on our yeah. page just to see because when you get too many fake accounts on your page that's how you get hacked right so i run it for our page um but then i'm going to look at the person the person's account 
and I'm going to go back and I'm going to say, okay, how long have they been using our product? Mm-hmm. How far back I go, I don't know. But then I'm also going to look at, is this one of those guys holding a picture, pretending to hump a bird or whatever that one guy was like six yeah. months ago? Like, I'm going to mm-hmm. look at that stuff. And I'm, is this a representation? So it all comes back to being a good person at the start, right? Like yeah, that's, 100%. that's what we're going to look for, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to, that's kind of where my question was going, but I might not ask it right, but it kind of brings everything we've been saying all into one category. Right. So. I, yeah. I, I remember talking to Jeff Coates one time and, and we were talking about, um, we were sort of kind of talking about relationships with other people within. So like these big names, right? Like some of these, these companies and, and, and actually getting to know, so Jeff knows everybody, obviously. Um, and, and I'm, you know, and I'm poking around and I'm like, oh, this person and that person, I'd love to meet this person. I'd love to meet that person because ultimately I, I want them to come on the show. Right. And, and I've asked Jeff to, to do introductions and stuff. And I always start off and Dave, you know, this because you get carbon copied on the emails, but I always start off and say, listen, I don't want anything. I'm not looking for anything free. I'm not looking for a discount. I just, I want you to come on the show. I'd love for you to come on the show and I'd love to pick your brain. I'd love to chat with you. Um, and, and, you know, when we've talked to Jeff about it, Jeff has said, listen, let, the, let them approach you. Don't you go knocking on the door. When they approach you, that's when you know you're winning. That's when you know you're actually doing it right. Now, I, I get it. Sometimes, you know, for the average dude that, that's just a hunter, um, obviously, um, you've got to be a, a monster social media presence and doing something extraordinary to, in order to be seen by some of these big companies. And I get it. So you, you're reaching out. Um, that was an example, mostly for, for the Punisher waterfowl brand, but as for like the average hunter, just go out and do your thing. Because if you're doing this for the free t-shirt or the free hat, I, I think you've kind of drifted off from what, from what got you out in, in the beginning. Right. And if it's the discount you're looking for, just keep watching the flyers. Like, yeah. Keep watching, keep watching real geese's Facebook page because real geese, they're running mm. a pretty big sale every now yeah. and then. Right. So yeah. if that's what it is, but yeah, at the end of the day, just be a good person. Yeah. Just go back to, let's go back to do just doing thing. that. Do your thing. Perfect your craft. Enjoy your yeah. time out with your buddies. You're, 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 yes, maybe as a bonus somewhere along the way, you'll gain a pro staff thing or a brand ambassador or whatever. Yeah, that that's a bonus. If it happens, it happens. But you're you're we we go out to hunt. We go out to enjoy our time with our buddies. You go for the memories. You go for the the experience, and you go for learning new things. Because anybody who says they know everything is got a very closed mind, right? So you you, you go for all those things, and if if ever anything happens where you happen upon a, a brand ambassador as a, to become a brand ambassador or pro staff. Or whatever that's a, that's a bonus really <laughs> yeah i i agree i agree 100 percent um i think we beat this one to death boys um totally agree 
I, I don't it think it's... Where I thought it was going to go, though. <laughs> no, I thought it was going to go somewhere else, too. Um, I thought we were going to go down a rabbit hole, um, but uh, I digress. Um, either way, we, we, we've talked about this a number of times on the show, and anybody that's listened to the show in the past, um, you're really not hearing anything, anything new. Um, but... Um, it is a possibility that there is somebody new listening. So, uh, so we get it out there. Uh, but I'll also throw this out there. If, if brand A helps you out and then something shiny off to the corner catches your eye and then you totally forget about brand A and you jump on brand B, you're a douchebag in my mind. I'm not saying you have any loyalty to anybody, but you should at least somehow return the favor. If a company has went out of their way to help you, especially if you were in a bind or, or something, and then you take advantage of that and then jump ship your douchebag and just like Mark and Dave, and we've all said a million times, the waterfowl community is very small and, and it's noticed. It's seen, it's noticed, and it's talked about. Um, so, and, yeah. And like we've talked about real geese, but look at like Vortex. I guess I can't really say that Vortex hats, I can't talk about the Vortex hats, can I? For the sportsman show, no? Yeah, 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 go for or, it. Yeah, so <laughs> no, we'll just leave it. If people show up to the sportsman show, they'll see it. Then. No, go for but it. Anyway, here. fuck yeah, here. Do it. So Vortex sent a bunch of hats for us to give away, right? At the end of the day, they're helping us by giving back to everybody. Yeah. If at the end of the year, Vortex looked at us and said, you know what? Thanks, guys. We're just going in a different direction. I'm still going to be rocking Vortex for the next 15 years <laughs> for two reasons. Number one, yeah. they're really good people. But number two, they got a hell of a warranty as well, right? So yeah. No, like I'm still going to, that's still going to be, Vortex is still going to be a part of this show because we're going to need that stuff to scout. We're going to be, it's, you know, it's still just a part of our hunting and our, yeah. And, and it's, and in my mind, it says a lot to me about a company that took a chance on us when we were nothing when, and we're not our, that we're anything now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but you know, like they jumped on board. We were just a bunch of schmucks, um, still a bunch of schmucks, but, um, you know, they jumped on board just like what Craig meant some real geese, right? He's like, I love your show. He said, we've been listening to it. Like he was listening to it before he even jumped on, jumped aboard. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And the best thing about those two people, yeah, neither one of them has said to us, we want to do something with you, but you have to change. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Neither. That's the big thing, right? Yeah. If a company approached you like, yeah, you got to change and then we'll, no, man, keep being you. Just, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, how many times have we asked Craig Mintz, hey, listen, man, uh, is there anything you want us to do with the show or you want us? To... Yeah. And he says, no, just keep doing what you're doing. Like, just don't change. Just keep doing what you're doing and, and everything will be okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good, bud. Um, I do want to talk about this because we have not talked about it. And um, I'm just too excited that I have to talk about it, that we are actually going on a snow goose hunt the end of merch. I think I hinted at it at the start when I said second video. 
I'm surprised oh. we're at this point and we haven't talked about it. Well, so, <laughs> well, it was it, consciously we were like, no, let's not talk about it yet. Um, but I, I'm just, you know what? I can't, I fucking think about this daily. Like, not that we have a snow goose population in Kingston, um, but I'm always driving and I'm always at the fields, especially now with Turkey coming up and I'm starting to scout a bit. I'm always hoping that I find snow geese. I'm like, I just, I just want to see one. Cause I've got, I've got a ton of geese right now uh, in the area, a ton of geese in the area. Um, so I'm just hoping that I get to see a snow goose, uh, but I haven't seen one. And so it's all I'm thinking about. And um, I can't wait until the 30th of March to go snow goose hunting. It's going to be epic. And of course, you guys are going to be there, so it's going to be wicked. And Nate White and Brian Russian are going to come down and, and hang out with us. So should be a good time. Maybe someone else. Maybe. I'd be cool if we could get someone else to come hunting. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. It would be cool if we could get somebody else. But um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, reached out to uh, Dave Roy and, and Josh Bergens, who who you've seen on the show in the past um in my opinion really the only outfitter um in ontario uh st lawrence outfitters um so they've been doing the best outfitter on this side of the province for sure no yeah big time no one even comes close on this side yeah uh and they've been doing it for years right and they've got the property they've got it locked up they've been doing it for years um lots and lots of happy customers um yeah and i'm just i'm excited i'm excited to to get to get her with you guys philly is coming down as well so it, it promising to be a good time have you guys been snow goose hunting before i have a west yeah so i've done it here i've never been snow goose hunting but i know like there's a golf course behind me right and then there's soccer fields and every now and then like there'll be three four hundred birds packed in there and then you'll see just one ball of white and all you can think is like one of those golfers better give me a club because that, those things i don't see them enough right is this gonna ruin me am i not gonna want to like am i not gonna like target a snow goose now that i actually go on a snow goose hunt or, still, no it's still, it, don't, it won't ruin me no oh, okay no yeah. you see that one snow goose in the flock in the future and you'll still target that snow goose yeah it's just the way you know, right? it, like, it, especially in ontario right because that's a that's a that's a cool picture to throw off on a on your yeah. social media that you that you've got a, a snow goose like it, it's such an anomaly to see you know if you're in the eastern townships uh, western Quebec not so much but for most parts of Ontario you're not you're just not seeing them right um, so yeah no I don't think it's going to ruin you at all uh, not not at all I think you're I think you're uh, now, I think you need to manage your expectations uh, with regards to the vortex and stuff. Like I was at West, I never experienced that that big vortex of snow geese just circling yep. and, and those, you know, 10,000 birds over your head. I never experienced that. Um, yep. But I can tell you, they're good eating and they're fun to shoot. So, so the, there. Locally here, in King Carden, there's a 
a bird survey that they do around Christmas in December. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they tally, like we saw this many of this and, and I'm looking at the list and I'm like, it gets to like the geese and there's like 16,000 or some shit. Right. And then you get down to like Northern pintail 26. And I'm like, <laughs> so anyway, guys, I've decided that I'm going to join this uh, bird watching team. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. Just can you guys tell me where I can go see these things? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I tell you, I, and I don't know if that's, if it's going to line up for success for you, because I remember Beerman telling me, Beerman's got a, there's a firm or, or a piece of farmland that's, that's close by his house. And every spring he gets pintail in there and it, that's where he gets all of it. So if you see pictures from Brendan Beerman of pintail, that's where, and Beerman's never shot a spring. He's never shot a bull uh, uh, pintail. So um, I'm not, you might get to see them. That doesn't mean you're going to get to shoot at them. Did you see that recent picture he had of the pintail? Like the, the stud pintail that he took a picture of recently? No, I haven't. Oh, uh, so he, um, I forget still his, his buddy over, took, his, uh, over his, his decoy, decoy that he made. Yeah. Mm. So he went out, his buddy took a picture of this really nice looking pintail. So he's like, oh, where is it? And then Veerman goes to take a picture and he's taking pictures of it. And on the other side of the river is his buddy still taking pictures of the thing. <laughs> it was like the next day, right? So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, That's Brendan awesome. sent me a picture of his buddy taking a picture of the pintail. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but is yeah, there any birds that your guys yeah. are after that you haven't got yet? Like, So the canvas, so well, yeah. I would love to get the, like I've shot pintail before, but I've never shot a full sprig. Um, yeah. So I'd, I'd like to get that. The number one bird on my list right now is, is the can, is the canvas back. That, that's my number one bird to get right now. Yeah. Um, and maybe, maybe next year I will. Maybe, maybe I'll dedicate some time to head down to Long Point more than just a day or two. Um, go down and actually devote some time and, and, and maybe uh, St. Clair. And may, yeah, maybe St. Clair. Maybe uh, at the Delta at the Delta site there. Go stay yep. there again. Um, which uh, you guys don't know, but one of the head policy guys from Delta Waterfowl will be on with us. Um, not next week. The following week, he's coming on. Wanted to come on the show and talk about all the good things that Delta is doing. Um, for hunter recruitment and stuff like that so so that's going to be a that's going to be a really awesome show so anybody that's listening right now um if you got questions you want to ask mr jim fisher from from delta waterfowl start sending them in to us um we've got a couple weeks before he comes on the show but he's super motivated to come on the show and he can't wait to talk about all the things that delta is doing um bit of a tangent but yeah canvas back for me Bitchy? Huh? Well, probably, uh, well, I haven't shot a spec yet. So spec could be cool. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'd even go as exotic to say something like King Eiders in Alaska. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. So somebody That'd told me cool. it's cheaper. Greenland. Greenland, yeah. Go to Greenland uh, a lot cheaper, and your success is probably going to be better. 
yeah it 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 looks like it's a better success rate and you're not i also don't think you're like what was that show anyway with when the super black eagle show when tony vandemore went and shot one you're not dealing with those like super big waves and oh you're still dealing with those in greenland yeah and a shitty flight to get in there and they're still dealing with that with Greenland. All the pictures I saw in Greenland, it was just like, that looks like a more enjoyable hunt. Yeah. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'll die there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Greenland's uh yeah, she's up there too. She's not that up there, but it's like oh yeah, she's up there, but yeah. she just doesn't look as uh treacherous as what the videos that you see for the King yeah. of the Hiders in Alaska, you're like. Ooh, can't wait well, to go. I remember, Mark, remember, remember a bunch of years ago, we went to the South Nation Delta dinner that one that Barry Keats and them have, and the, the taxidermy guy showed the video, him and his wife went up there. Uh, yes, I remember that. They, like, it's crazy, man. Like, you pay all that money to go up there, and they, they ended up only getting one day to hunt because the weather yeah. was so, was so nuts. And luckily enough, they got the rider. They got their king rider, but they had one day to do it. Spent all that money to get up there, man. It was crazy. But what a, an amazing hunt. Uh, crazy. Um, I do want to ask you, though, because this has popped up a couple times on my on my feed. Nodak. Where is Nodak? Is that in Alaska? North Dakota. North Dakota. Yeah. Nodak. North Dakota. Oh, can't can't be what I'm thinking about this. Are you thinking of ADAC? Like oh, maybe ADAC? it's ADAC. And yeah. that'll be from um oh that guy has such awesome videos too. I've got all of them. I forget his name. He did that Winds of ADAC. Yeah. Like yeah, a, yeah. in Alaska. Oh, that's uh oh what's his name? Oh, fuck, I can't remember his name. Yeah, two- that's ADAC. I said no DAC, but it's 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 ADAC, yeah. But that that's Alaska, though I think, eh? Yeah. Um, um, Donnie Vincent. Donnie Vincent, yeah. He done yeah, he done a hunt in Newfoundland, a caribou hunt in Newfoundland. Um, that's a good video. Oh, amazing! Yeah. I reached out to him and and messaged him. He wrote me back. It was pretty cool. I had a yeah. little bit of a fangirl moment there that he actually wrote me back and stuff. Um, and then when I told him I was from Newfoundland, we we chatted for a little bit and then. And then he was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fangirl. I'm disappointing. Yeah. I'm disappearing for like 10 months hunting Adak Island again. That's what he said. <laughs> like, I'm Crazy. getting in my tent. I'm gone. See ya. Like I, yeah, he's got some awesome videos. Yeah. Um, and I see Remy Warren just, just come out with a podcast. He's now, uh, I guess he's part, I don't want to say part of, but he's now a sponsor member of first light i don't know how you would how you would say it but he now that's some that's some pretty friggin' epic hunts that that man goes on that's what he does for a living right like yeah, he just hunts and hunts and guides and hunts and hunts and guides right like did you ever see that sh- he did a few tv shows like he's done solo hunter which is awesome that's yeah. a great show but then he did that um Oh, Apex Predator, I think it's called. Yeah. Apex. Yep. And they like tested his VO2 max and all that stuff. Like that, that dude proves that hunting is an athletic sport. 
Oh yeah. Well, you look yeah. at those guys from uh, Mount Ops. What's that guy's name from Mount Ops? Yeah. Um, I, know. I know the guy you're talking about, though. Like that dude is that dude is one of the fittest people I've ever seen in my life. Cameron Haynes. Cameron yeah. Hayes. Yeah. Have you like, seen his son? Yeah. I, Holy I seen, shit. Yeah. And he did the chin up thing. The yeah. I I seen it the other day actually. Yeah. Um, but. Um, you know, we're talking about shows and, and personalities, but this new show on, uh, I haven't seen episode three. Mark messaged me last night and told me episode three is on, but this show that, that Meat Eater is doing this uh, duck, lore, duck lore, it's pretty good, man, I must say. Like, and, and not to take anything from any other waterfowl hunting show that's out there, but th- there was always the, the, common, the common theme, right? Like, fellas were like, wow, there's too many commercials there's too many uh, it's all about promotion promoting this brand and that brand and and whatever right and there's not enough hunting well i tell you what if you haven't seen duck lore yet because it's all hunting it's either hunting or scouting that's it or the first two episodes anyways i haven't seen episode three but the first Same two thing. episodes that's it it's hunting and scouting and then a whole lot of there's a bunch of misses on shots, which I love seeing and fellas laughing and 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 carrying on and, and ripping on one another and stuff. But it it is, I would say it's it's as close to the real hunting experience that I've seen on on a show. Yeah, it definitely is. These guys are it could be you or I sitting there missing. Yeah. It's the same thing, right? Like, yeah. You want to see those cool shots of smoking a bird, but <laughs> reality is it doesn't always happen. <laughs> on episode two, on episode two, they're in this. They're, they got the 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 Delta guy in with them, and they're in they're in a slew. Um, I forget which state they're in. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Uh, they set up and they're sitting in the blind, and the first the first volley of birds is coming in. That you could see them. They're like. Here they come, here they come, get ready, get ready, boys, get ready. And they were like, kill them. And they they fucking pop up. Nobody fires their gun whatsoever. And they were like, if that's how it's coming, I ain't shooting nothing today because that's way too fast. <laughs> because they had they, they were past shooting. The, the wind is in the duck's back. They're past shooting and they're just they're on mock chicken coming down, coming down that slew. And and they're like, Yeah, I'm not gonna hit nothing. Oh, the, and then they were shooting crane, right? So, yeah. um, so, but anyways, it's, it's a good show. I, I, I encourage you all to go, to go check it out because I think you'd, I think you, you'd be impressed with, with the, how genuine it is and, and that it is actually a, a hunting show and, and not a, a brand promotion, yeah. even though it, it, it's meat eater, but there's no, you only get, if you're watching it on YouTube, you only got to put up with the YouTube commercials, which are yeah. like anything on YouTube, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But it's not. Isn't it... Go ahead. Well, I know that we're talking that like it's the meat eater show, but it's it's kind of a tease for what's coming this summer and, and this fall oh, yeah. from from us from first light. Like oh, you're yeah. seeing all the gear and you're like, pause, like, oh, yeah. I, I kind of like that jacket with the camera yeah. pattern and like. Oh, is yeah, it, is, oh. oh, yeah. They, 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 so the one thing I always I always remember remembers when we had uh, Paul 
on like way back last year when he was working for First Light. And he had said, you know, almost everybody that's a part of First Light are all waterfowl hunters. Like they're big game hunters too, but for the most part, they all started out hunting ducks, right? Because, you know, um, just a little bit simpler than, than trampsing around the woods trying to take out an elk when you're 13 years old. Um, and now you see it like they really are a bunch of waterfowl. Like they are waterfowlers. Like they, they hunt ducks. Um, so the show, it just happens to line up. Uh, coincidence, I, I, I think not. But it just lines up with, you know, the new waterfowl system is going to be announced this summer from First Light. They've got this show. That, in my opinion, they're doing the show the right way. They're showing the the what it's really like just sideways rain and and the fellas out there with their you know their their collars up to their chin and their hoods up and they're you know it's just beating in on them but and it it's not comfortable but yet you know they're still out and they're doing it so i love it i, I think it's the perfect time for the show too because like our season's been over for a couple months now and i'm kind of going through the what to do so now you get to watch a show and like live vicariously through them you know yeah i got lots to do what's that i got lots to do <laughs> yeah you're cutting trees and lifting logs and yeah you know. we're in um, southern ontario is what i'm trying to do <laughs> um i did want to the i'm i wanted to mention a little while ago when we were talking about this whole um uh ambassador and the whole bit um over the last I would say the last two, three weeks, we have been getting tagged in a lot of posts um, that people are, are, you know, they're out taking photographs or, you know, highlighting some of their best hunts and stuff. And they're just tagging us for the sake of tagging us, right? Um, and I absolutely, absolutely love it. Um, and, and it makes me think that we're actually doing something right because now people are, you know, for just like, just like what we said, um, we have nothing to do with these people. They're, they're not, they don't get free gear. They don't get discounts or nothing, but they just, they're tagging us. They, they like what we're doing and they're tagging us in their stuff. And, um, so my promise, and, and, and I'll speak on behalf of Dave, but it's mostly me because I'm the one that's usually on the Instagram account. Um, you tag us, I will share it to our story. I, I promise you. If I don't, it's, it's just because I, I didn't see it. But if I see it, I'm, I'm going to post it to our story and, and try and get you as much uh, attention as I, as I can. So um, keep tagging us. Uh, sorry, that was a bit of a a tangent but it, it's really cool because over the last two weeks we're seeing a lot of people tagging us and stuff and, I love and, and if if he doesn't tag you send me a message and i'll rag because <laughs> i love ragging yeah. on him yeah no yeah don't, i don't, don't think you realized that um you have to follow the hashtags <laughs> so it was about two weeks ago that i started following hashtag punisher waterfowl yeah and that's oh, really? why it keeps coming up now right oh, okay and that's oh. why so I, Every time that I see hashtag Punisher Waterfowl, yeah. I uh, I share it to the story. Yeah. And so that's I started following hashtag Punisher Waterfowl. I didn't know you could follow a hashtag. Yeah. We're not technical geniuses here. Like, no, not at all. No. And if it, yeah. Yeah. Our email and is something 
to prove that. So <laughs> poke the bear a little. It's really getting to me. It's really getting to me. Getting to you. It got to me about 48 yeah. hours after I've been it following went down. that for a long yeah. time. Yeah. You can't see it, buddy. It's hashtag Punisher Waterfall. Okay. There's over a thousand, a thousand posts on there. Over a thousand posts. That, that 900 of them. 10,000. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Or between 1,000 and 5,000. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. That's awesome. Every time yeah. I see it, I try to share it. Okay, right? cool. As long as as long as it's appropriate, guys. Like, let's be honest here. No. Well, you know, there are women and children that that follow us. So, yeah. Um, I, and I guess the last plug for the the Toronto Sportsman Show is we'd love to see the kids um, come up to the booth. Uh, we'd love to see the adults, but uh, for us, the kids, uh, and hopefully seeing some kids and them being excited um and and getting ready for the waterfowl season coming up and turkey coming up and stuff um really would really really hope to see a ton of kids um our good friends in i gotta do a plug-in for real outdoor experience because those guys are going to be there they're probably going to be doing a seminar of some sort um they're a wealth of knowledge so um they'll be there um and we would look pretty bad if we didn't um, bring some attention to the Canadian Sportswoman Society and, and all the great things that they do. Um, they're going to be there. We're sharing a booth with them on, on the Saturday. So um, we hope that you guys, all guys, girls, all come along, hang out, say hi, um, and, uh, and ask, you know, Lori Ann everything about the Canadian Sportswoman Society. Um, high five, Ian and Carolyn. Um, I sure we've got a ton more friends. Uh, Widowmaker Supply, they're going to be there. They were supposed to be guests on the show uh, a few months ago, and we just kept messing up on timings and, and trying to make something work. So they're going to be there. I think we've got a lot of friends that's going to be at the, at the show. So um, a lot of friends that we've talked to through messages never actually met. So it's, I think it's going to be it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. If you're at the sportsman show and you're on Instagram, tag us in your post that you're at the show, like tag us at the booth, tag us something. Mm -hmm. We'll, uh, we'll maybe do something. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe do something. Maybe do yeah. something. Shallow and pedantic. Boys, that's, uh, that's an hour. So, uh, I think, uh, the millions and millions of fans have listened to us three ramble on. They, they actually checked out at the nine minute and 10 second mark as per <laughs> YouTube. Yeah. Um, so no, I don't believe so because Craig Lalonde, Jeff Coates, um, Brian Russia, there's a lot of people that listen the whole way. I'm not saying everybody listens the whole way, but there's a lot that do. Yeah. And if you're still here listening, you're the ones that matter. We love you. We love you to Moses. Yeah. Does that does that look like a hurt? <laughs> it, it actually kind of looks like you're cupping a set of balls at your chin. <laughs> hey, twenty. Hey, it's twenty twenty two. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. It's twenty twenty two. You need more arc in it, right? Ah. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> um. Listen. Um, 
I, I did want to say this. I was going to say it at the beginning of the show and, and completely forgot about it. And, and I'm ashamed to say this, but um, really sending out um, some love to the people of Ukraine and all the amazing people that are stepping up. I've got a good friend of mine, um, Mr. Russ McBride. Uh, safe travels on your trip to Poland, buddy. Um, Ex-soldier, just like me. We soldiered together. Um, Russ is on his way over to Poland and then he'll go into uh, Ukraine. He's going to do his bit. Um, sending nothing but a bunch of love to the people of Ukraine and uh, and every other country in the world that's trying to help them out um, any way that they can. Ladies and gentlemen, um, we'll go quickly, uh, not around the table. I think we're just doing kitty corner to it tonight, but uh, Mark to you first, buddy. Good chatting you boys. It's been a couple weeks. Some good stuff covered tonight. I'm kind of glad it didn't go the, the way we were initially thinking. Yeah. It went a positive route. We turned it yeah. into a positive That's discussion. Right. That's right. And, and, and I'm also I'm, getting excited about what's coming up at the end of this month. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a time. That's for sure. Dave. Yeah. Great chat. And like we always say, if you guys have something that you want to see or hear, you know, a good guest you have ideas on how to film and video edit get in touch with us you yeah know. love I, you all yeah that's a good point because it was barry keeks that reached out to me about jim fisher uh so barry keeks reached out and said hey listen i think you guys should get this guy on the show he'd be awesome um so um uh, that makes it my job a lot easier when you guys tell me who to get instead of me having to knock on doors and and stuff it makes it a lot easier on me so um keep sending in your um ideas for guests keep sending in your ideas for the show keep tagging us keep listening watching whatever it is you do um we love it and uh, i don't think we'll ever be able to thank you enough for every all the support that you've given to us over uh over the last little while. Ladies and gentlemen, this was episode 85 of the Union 0430. We are as advertised. We aren't experts. We're just a bunch of smucks, for lack of a better term, that love one another's company. And we love talking about bird hunting, uh, duck hunting, not bird hunting, duck hunting. Um, hey, turkey, turkey season's coming, brother. Turkey season's coming, I know, but. I don't discriminate. Anyways, big love, everybody. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for listening.